How you doing, everybody? The Jet Comic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Coppick. Jeff Pinkus. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Yo, Pinker, you know what? We got to talk about this. My good friend John Coyne and American Taxi, they just continue to build and build and grow and grow. And you know this, you can't buy credibility, which is why we always tell our people that they are Chicago's premier suburban taxi service brightest form of flattery but it's also the greatest form of robbery as you know as well as i know how many taxi cab companies try to capitalize on the name american taxi that's true there's the american cab american limo american, american united right american united but american taxi is awesome spring break's coming up no it is it is up it's in the next couple of weeks take it from the suburbs clean clean taxi cabs outstanding service they get you where you want to go and they don't rip you off and they have another nice thing that I like about them that we don't we haven't mentioned. They have flat fares to, yeah. to O'Hare and Midway, and I believe um, f- what is it? What is up in Milwaukee? Uh, Billy Mitchell Field. Okay, so they have flat fares. Like you know, you notice some of the back of their taxi cab. Let's say from Naperville to O'Hare. Don't quote me. You know, forty four dollars from Barrington to O'Hare, and then you know what you're going to pay for. And then you give them a nice little tip, and you know you're not getting hosed on the meter. That's a big deal. Better believe it is tough business climate. Hey, you business people. Or you people who uh, might be going to a social event and believe you might be a tad overserved. Always make American Taxi your designated driver. I guarantee you, they produce results that you are going to absolutely love. Uh, the only show that carries the official endorsement of uh, Bud Selig, uh, Larry Flint, and the uh, entire roster of the San Francisco 49ers. What a cheap, crummy ad lib that was. If that's any indication of where we're going over the next 20 minutes, you know what? I would what? I, I, I would call for the priest right what now. What has gotten into you? Well, I just was trying to be funny as we open up unscripted and in your face with you. You got the title right. With you, the round mound of rebound, uh-huh. Jeff Pinker and me, this svelte hunk of bohemian sex appeal, uh, sports talk pioneer, godfather, media mogul, and legend, Jeff Topic. Let me ask you this. I was looking at the handsome face. How long do you work on your hair in the morning? Because not, not like, long. I just, like, those two strands look like they're 45. You know how, what? How you know what? That? Just, just. You're such a dildo. Why? I'm you just really asking are. you. For guys out there that are over 45 or 50 that have hair problems. What I do is, I, I, I first of all, I take real long showers. I love the feel of the hot water. I love it oozing out of every pore. Right. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, that should be one of our sponsors we chase. You know, you know what we should do? We should get a plug sponsor. What, 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 you could plug, you know what? You you could know, plug the plugs. I'm telling you, one I more, love it. You one more line plugs. out of you about my hair, and I'm telling you, it's game, set, and match. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did you know, by the way, there was a heavyweight title fight over the weekend? Do they replant the hair from your ass on your head? How, where do they get the strands? You no, know, they, they replant it from your dick. <laughs> I just was wondering. <laughs> where the hell did you come up with that? I don't know. It just popped into my what head. What they do is, first of all, I never had. Yeah, you're talking about mm-hmm. transplantation. I had restoration. Oh, where they, sorry. They, they, I don't they, know they the go difference. To, well, you wouldn't because you live a very sheltered life. It's true. Let's be realistic. Explain I mean, your idea, your idea of really getting crazy yeah. is staying up till 11 o'clock to watch the Honeymooners on that, Channel that's 23. That's true. What's wrong with that? It keeps me, uh, no, I'm not out in... Oh, you're a riot, Pinker. Regular riot. Well, it's, 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 <laughs> Bang, zoom. Hey, at least I don't run around with uh, 
you know, like you, a carrier for God knows what. All right, maybe air conditioner should be one of our the well, carrier conditioners. Oh, uh, you know what? So I explain think the difference. But no, there is there is a company that should be sponsoring us. And who's that? You're going to die. I can't wait. Bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I am oh, I am the biggest sucker for Bed Bath and Beyond oh, in the world. Geez. It's the only joint pinker. Let me tell you the beauty. Don't justify it to me. Bed, you're, getting into the, you're getting into the shower all by yourself on this one, my friend. I, mm-hmm. I love the soaps, mm-hmm. the scented candles. Oh, I buy my towels there. I mean, I, I absolutely love Bed Bath and Beyond. It's like I feel my metrosexuality just emerging when I walk through the door and and see the customer and the customer has that uh, Cheshire Cat grin that says, well, here comes another sucker. It's the only honest thing you've ever said, your metrosexuality. There you go. Well, if, you, I, I, the, the, if you are not metrosexual, that's why Mrs. Pinker is so perpetually pissed off at you. Mrs. Pinker is pissed off at me, as you know. I now. Yeah. I think you should explain why she's ticked off. Why she's ticked off? Yeah. Well, she we, we had a little issue on, on Saturday night <laughs> about little Pinker. And... Uh, and um, Next thing you know, Big Pinker, along with Little Pinker, now has his own uh, has his own room. And Gurkha Boy congratulated me. He says, "Congratulations!" And now, yeah, and the uh, really bad thing is, Mrs. Pinker took away your video games. Yeah, no, now <laughs> I never played those. But now I'm in my own room. And now I've got my own room. It's awesome. I've got a hot plate in there. I've got a microwave in there. I got a little refrigerator. It's awesome. It's great. You know what? I've always believed that with a marriage, that with a marriage, it's awesome. This this probably would have saved my marriage. And I tell people, if after about the 18th year, yeah, we would have agreed, I'm on 25. That that three nights a week, yeah, we sleep in separate rooms. Perfect. It's perfect. That way, I can play the TV as loud as I want to play it. Right. And snore, not snore, and I, I can eat. snore. I can I can turn the light on at two o'clock in the morning and read, right. and not hear and not hear Anna, Anna go. Oh, come on, Nine. please. Do I have to endure this? Well, yeah, you have to endure it. Yeah. Because I pay the bills. Right. And then you don't get black and blue marks from those elbows when your wife catches you cheating on her. Like, did you have to do that? Did you have to do that? Did you have to do that? It's great. Well, Pinker, I mean... So I'm in my own room. I love it. There is something un-American about not liking Bed, Bath & Beyond because they do the greatest job of advertising I've ever seen. I didn't say I didn't like it. And I'm a sucker for Bed, Bath & Beyond. I just want to admit to it. That's all. But you're a far greater and bigger man. All than right. Me. Well, I, you know, I am. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a much stronger, much more mm-hmm. intellectually honest man than you will ever be. Intellectually honest, I would like yeah. say honest, maybe. But intellectually, you're busy. You're busy out hustling cigars. Try trying to create a cancer-ridden society. So what? Listen, with the health care in there now, I'd rather be dead. Maybe I got news for you. You know what? Because don't get me going on this guy. You know what? Your uh, guy. Who you, you know. Put in. You know what's emerged right now with. Uh, President Obama. Yeah, tell me. Tell me what's he emerged. just passed a health care bill, which has been the life and mm-hmm. and blood of his administration mm-hmm. so far to date. Yes. Right now, Notice you just took he has out created he has created something which will make him a one-term president, and I don't know how this thing is going to avoid taking a country that's already on the verge of freaking bankruptcy, except we can still afford bonuses for the. For the bums at AIG, Why not? for heaven's sakes, and you know, taking care of the banks. That's right. But I mean, this this healthcare plan is not going to work. 
Well, first of all, everything they touch turns into crap anyway. Social Security's in the dumper, Medicare's in the dumper, Medicaid's in the dumper. Hey, look at a guy like Levy. He's going to be 30 years old. Look at him. He looks 60 already, so you, you look at him already. The poor guy's aging. Uh, yeah, aging. Dan, I, Dan. He's aging as we speak. I noticed Dan diet failed again, huh? Well, He's aging know. as we speak. He's he's gained a little bit of weight. He's looking good. I well, think. hey, Jill's, Jill's been cooking up a storm. I mean, yeah. Jill not only takes care of little Dan, she takes care of uh, Can't see little uh, Dan. big Dan. I'm going to let him under my flashlight when I leave. It's nice. <laughs> It's gonna be. Th- you're gonna be 30 years old, Danny. Danny boy, yeah. The animal. Yeah. Uncle Fester's gonna be. 30. All right, here we go. Chad, Just, how old are you gonna be in April 30th? I'm going to be 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Ask ask my girlfriend Lakeisha. She'll tell you I'm gonna be 25, and then, you know what, uh. man? I, I can. I'm a 60 minute man. I got my mojo working, baby. Sixty. Yeah, fifty nine minutes to get it up and one minute to go. All right, you're a sixty minute man. All right, it's like a soft boiled egg. All right, go ahead. Read, read, read. read all right, read. today uh, we're going to um, mm-hmm. we're going to rob shamelessly on from uh, Cheryl Evans. Looks like an as we uh, Terry as Savage. we visit uh, the Copic General Hospital, mm-hmm. located on Chicago's fashionable uh, Gold Coast. We're going to join uh, Doctor Pinker as we uh, uh, stamelessly shield. Or is that shamelessly steal, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. from uh, Cheryl Lavin? You need your glasses. Uh, and, and you're uh, right, uh, Cheryl Lavin does look like uh, Terry Savage, like Terry Savage, only with with Irish colored hair. Her name is you know, Lavin. She's part of the tribe. I got news for you. <laughs> she is. Uh, I know all about the culture. Oh, here we go. Dating I know all about the culture. Yeah, yeah. I know Mrs. Mayor. Go ahead. I'm going, to take, go ahead. I'm going to take her to a Chinese restaurant. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I told you the story about Wayne Root, didn't I? Wayne, didn't I tell you that story? About Wayne Root? Well, the, you know, the, the um, America's premier sports yeah. television handicap. Yes. He loves Chinese restaurants. What's wrong with that? So every time I'm in Vegas with Wayne, the, the, there's just no issue. We're going to a Chinese restaurant. Do you think we can get him on our show and we do a remote out there? Hell yes. All right, go ahead. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Go ahead. Knowing Wayne, Wayne will be emailing us, begging to come on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to say Wayne's a, a self-promoter, but Wayne makes me look like I'm a like I'm a, a Girl Scout troop. Tro- mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Can we do retakes on this no, fucking show? No way. No way we're going to keep it on because... We're just trying to show, unfortunately. It just shows, it just shows, just shows that, that we I'm, are human beings. That's right. And I help carry you, which is nice. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Cheryl Adam. Headline, she wants sex, then wants it again. Tales from the front, appetite more than most wrong? men can handle. I like where this is going already. I'm sure you do. All right, uh, dear Cheryl slash Dr. Pinker. Men seem to think that women are less interested in sex than they are. Wrong. And she, really, she's right. Totally right on that. Uh, I've had How do several. You know? Are you a girl? No, but I mean, hey. How do you know? Why? Why would God create women and give them estrogen that wouldn't match up to our God testosterone? Because God has a bad day, just like guys on the GM line have bad days too. So that's why He created women for something to make us crazy. God didn't have a bad day. God, I had the bad day on Saturday when I bet the ranch on Villanova. You know, I don't think God was on Nova. Right, go ahead. Continue. Anyway, let's get back. Also, God wasn't on Notre Dame against Old Dominion. Here we go. Um, for instance, after sex, uh, oh wait, no, hold on. Um, Lose your place, I've had Jeff? several, uh, you know what, jam it up that fat South Barrington ass of yours right now. You know what? All I know is this, my good friend John Coyne at American Taxi, we owe you one. Yeah, um, we do. I've had several relationships where I had a sexual appetite that was much larger mm. than my boyfriend's. Okay. For instance, after sex, when I was interested in an encore, 
and who doesn't want an encore, whether it's sex or the Rolling Stones, uh, my partner would say something like, Isn't that a frozen food? Aren't you satisfied? Make some more with encore. What's wrong with you? Will you shut up? I think it's awesome food. I've been called a nymphomaniac. Can you believe that? No. And I've been accused of cheating because since I have such a huge sexual appetite, then I must be getting sex elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I've had men suggest that I bring a girlfriend to the bedroom. Once I replied, why? So you could have two unsatisfied women. No wonder I'm single. Huh? Signed, Busty. (laughs) Where is this chick? We need to get her on the show. (laughs) My first reaction was, is she available for lunch today? (laughs) You know, has she ever done it in a Lexus? Do you pitch everybody? I'm an incurable flirt. I, mean, I can't help it. Terrible. I really. I mean, you get. You get. And I mean, you get and, and Facebook and friends. It's, it's actually. It's very. It's embarrassing because it is. I flirt with everybody. You send them all inbox messages. It's it's unbelievable. I. I. I, I just. I just love women. I'm constantly defending. I don't. You. I don't really. I mean, you're one of the few men in the world I actually get along with. <laughs> Really? And, and even that's being stretched to the point where the last two pieces of crap we've turned out. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, you pitch everybody. You're such a snake. I get emails all the time. I've never told you this. Tell me about Chad. Is he really, I'm defending you all the time. Is he really a good guy? I mean, what is it? I know, Pinker, that you do a show with him. And, and what kind of a guy is he? Is he really a good guy? And I'm always, oh, he's a good guy. He's harmless. He's a caricature unto himself. You know, I'm always defending you. Always. Constantly. Uh, you know me better. Uh... You pitch my sponsors, girlfriends, as I mentioned in the last podcast. I mean, you're just a constant. Con- I've never seen anything I, like I that. just, it, you know what? I, when I was growing up, I used to tell... I used to tell guys all the time that it wasn't really the conquest that was the the real get-off moment for me. What was? You know what it was? It was the pitch to see if I could win. It was like it was like there used to be this little character, Pinker. You would love this guy. Mm-hmm. He used to be a doorman at the Happy Medium on Rush Street years ago. Okay, this goes back a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, his name was Don Garfinkel. Okay, we used to go out and hustle babes together on Rush Street or Lincoln Avenue or you know wherever. And Don and I were like a comedy team together. Mm-hmm. And he kind of played the Rickles role, and I sort of played the Ed McMahon, Johnny Carson role. And well, which, what is it? Ed McMahon or Johnny Carson? There's well, a, which well with, with Carson, I'd go into Karnak, and I'd, oh. go, I'd go into the monologue. Oh. If I was Ed McMahon, I was laughing at Don. You were drunk. Yeah, okay. And um, mm-hmm. I used to always say, I mean, we, you know, we, we scored... We scored pretty regularly. Pretty well. I was averaging about 32.3 points a game. That's pretty good. And I, but I always said it was much more fun just knowing I could, I could get a girl to and say she'd yes. she'd say yes. Right. Okay. So that's the deal. To this day, it's, will she say yes? Yeah. Now, I mean, for example, when we were doing your last radio show, Living, Living Large, mm-hmm. over at WIND this past Sunday, mm-hmm. here is this gorgeous Jordanian chick. With Ravenesque hair and the most beautiful eyes. Sponsor. And she's built like nobody's business. Sponsor. And even though I know there isn't a chance in hell, she's looking at me saying, you know, why would I want this hunk of pig slop? <laughs> she's looking at me and saying, there's a lot to be said for lesbianism. I can't help it. No, even if you know they're putting money in the pocket, you're going to pitch them. Would you pitch John Coyne's wife? I don't think so. No, no. Oh, that you... Well, the, John, John falls in the category of being... Uh, of being a good friend. You you never you never cross the boundary and get involved with a good friend's wife. Okay, so we're, you're okay. Other there. than that, all bets are off. Other than that, all bets <laughs> or are all off. bets are on. Okay, all right. Just wondering your uh, philosophy on women. All I know is you're a you're, you're a man pig. It's awesome. No, you know what? Listen, compared to compared to me, you are a boy slut. 
<laughs> That's why Mrs. Pinker right now has you sleeping in your own room, wearing wearing little pajamas with a hole in the back. <laughs> I don't wear pajamas to bed. I don't get dressed to go to bed. How stupid is that? Who gets dressed you know, to go to bed? I've often thought about that. Why would anybody... I, I talk to people and they tell me they wear sweat clothes to go to bed. Why would you do that? I mean, you know, maybe a pair of uh, skivvies or something or some pajamas, some bottoms. I don't get dressed to go to bed. What kind of nonsense is that? The way you dress, you probably, you know, you know, you probably you, sleep in a tuxedo. You know, you know who would what get dressed? What do you sleep in, You want to know who would get dressed to go to bed? Amy Jacobson. You think? Amy would do her hair, put on her makeup, <laughs> apply her lipstick. She better do it now because then, she's going to get up at 2.30 in the morning. She's and prop herself up in such a way that her do when she wakes up at, at 4.12 in the morning is going to look absolutely marvelous. She's got to get up at 2.30 now, my friend. Oh, Lord. Lord. I've seen her without makeup, and that is not a pretty picture. But, hey. You know what? I think she looks sexier without makeup. How's that, Greg? Years. The very, you've never seen Amy in her workout clothes. When she's got the spandex tights on. Yes, I have. Spank she club. used to do my show in the spandex she tights. She is one. I mean, she's she's not only hot. You know what I love about Amy? No, Amy can me. laugh at herself. True. Even though she knows. True. She knows she's high maintenance. True. Heavy baggage. She does. Amy can laugh at herself. And she, like that, like a pig. So <laughs> she laughs. No, you're right. It's a great point. She does laugh at herself. Because I used to give her, like I do you, heaps of crap. And she just laugh at herself. Like you laugh at yourself, and I laugh at myself. If you're going to give it, you got to take it. And Amy is high maintenance. That is for damn sure. She's one high maintenance chick. But you know what about Amy? Amy's kind of like blue. Hey, what do you think a guy like Ron Majors is for heaven's sakes? Well, he, I mean, come on. He's your pal. No, he, no, he's not my he's pal. He's your pal. Let he me ask you pal. this: Who, in your opinion? Okay, I'm not trying to knock anybody. Just use let's use this word, high maintenance. Now think about this: of all your years in radio, of all your years in TV. Who, in your mind, is one of the most high-maintenance uh, personalities that you've ever met? Uh, in your without question. It would be uh, Dick Kay. Dick Kay? Yeah, great guy, brilliant reporter, superb reporter, great political I know who he analyst, is. the whole nine yeah, yards. Yeah. But, but, I mean, Dick had to be coddled virtually every day because Boy, nothing was ever right for Dick. And And the thing about it was... Dick, you know, uh, away from the tube and away from the merchandise market, right. from Channel Five. Right. If you saw Dick in Faces or you saw him in a joint, man, he was he was a laugh riot. But he was always perpetually ticked off at Channel Five, and I think the reason why was because Richard Snodgrass, his real name, he wanted to be a, he wanted to be an anchor. Ah, okay, interesting. And and the thing about it was, I think he felt like he was relegated to being a reporter. When the fact is, at that time, he's matching wits with Bulldog Drummond. I mean, he belongs to an era where you had to be, if you weren't freaking great, you were getting your butt kicked every day. Sure, he was a big-time political reporter. That's like, you know, the, the the best reporter, inch for inch, pound for pound right now. Two best reporters, Chicago. Mike Flannery mm-hmm. and Mike Parker at WBBM. Okay. Thank you, Chet. Very nice. Just wondering, J.K., high maintenance. And where would you say well, you would rank it? There's, then? A, there's a lot to be said for ending the show on a low point. No, I just want to know, where, where, where do you think you would rank yourself as high maintenance? High, middle, low? Very, very little. You're low maintenance. I, I basically just want to go in, uh, more or less be left alone. Yeah. Have my own little space. Just mm-hmm. do my show. I, I, I want my I want my producers to be, um, uh, what's the word? Assertive. Mm-hmm. Thinking. Mm-hmm. That, that type of thing. But... Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm very little. Nervous. You don't mind if they mention? Do you don't mind if they tell you what's on their mind? You know, you don't have to be treated like no, a star. No, no, not at all. Okay, not just wondering, folks. I, we're just I giving you the inside of radio and TV. I strongly encourage open dialogue as long as they're 
Uh, they're they're bringing knee pads. <laughs> All right, just wondering. Hey, people like to hear these things. They like. You, Can you, you end the show with some kind of a funny line? For God's sakes, we've gone twenty minutes. You haven't said one thing that's made me laugh. I did. I thought I did make you laugh. Well, the funny thing is that I can't believe you're only sixty-two next month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got. That's it. I can't believe it. You know, I, I never thought I was going to live to be 62. Well. I always figured I'd be like Elvis. There's no guarantees. I'd die when I was you about got, 42. you got another month to go, pal. Yeah, Maybe I, could, six, five I could buy the ranch. You could buy the ranch. One more, uh, you know, Viagra with a little chaser, and you could be out. <laughs> so, hey, we'll, we'll, you know, I can't wait. Folks, his birthday's April 30th. Send him a Facebook or an email. It's great. Send them, really. It's a nice And with thing. that, we bid you a, a hearty and I'm healthy to, adieu. I'm, I'm trying to respect my elders. Okay? I'm trying to you know show what? you some respect, and you don't even want to take you it. You know what? I, I, I've i always had a tough time accepting compliments. Well, unless, no unless they come Unless they come in the form of payola. <laughs> nice. You probably were on the payroll. Are you kidding? <laughs> we all were. <laughs> the old loop back in the late 80s, early 90s, for gosh sakes, we thrived on payola. We all should have been brought down on tax charges. Yeah, you probably should have. Well, well, well give me an offering now to mention names. We'll save it for our next podcast. Okay, sounds good. All right. Payola with the copper. He is uh, the Pinker, Jeff Pinkus, living large on WIND Radio. I am uh, Chet Kopic, the godfather of Sports Talk Radio. We thank our technical supervisor, Dan Levy, who, by the way, fell asleep during the third minute of this uh, show today. And I can't say as I blame the uh, the old guy. The lad. Uh, but uh, Jill did call and said that last night Dan performed reasonably well. On a scale of one to ten, Jill gave Dan a three point two. Look at his look at his forearms. Oh, look at look at look at Dan look, blush. Look at look at him blush. You think Dan wasn't down there in the promised land? <laughs> promise in the promised land. You, you think Dan wasn't tasting the muffin last night? I think he was. <laughs> We're out of here. Can so long, everybody. Spit the blueberries out. <laughs>